0: We wanted to take a second to address the current state of our nation and society. Too many black men and women have lost their lives at the hands of the police in the oppressive system we live in. The recent murder of George Floyd is not a wake-up call. It's just the same damn alarm that's been ringing from black men and women for centuries. We stand in solidarity of the many who are fighting, protesting, and raising their voices on the front lines to end police murder and brutality and systemic oppression of black people. Black lives matter. It's impossible for us not to address this when talking about a league and entity that is made up of almost 70% of black men. Our job as white men is to shut up and listen to the black voices and to amplify them. You can do this by donating to the many amazing organizations fighting this fight day in and day out, including Black Lives Matter, Campaign Zero, and Freedom Funds based in New York City. Our podcast is designed to bring some fun and joy for a sliver of your day. Stay safe. We love you all
1: he's running down the middle by the 50 he's at the 30 he's bare chested and banging his chest now he runs the opposite way he runs at the 50 he runs at the 40 the guy is drunk but there he goes
0: welcome to debates on tap presents football the show why do you even ponder passing i mean you can take a knee and try a
1: 56 yard field goal this is not detroit man this is the super bowl i mean sam darnold needs five downs to get a first down Oh my goodness. The Bears season's going to end on a double doinge. Baker Mayfield is better at throwing to the other team. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. I was going to start today with a bit about how, you know, you're a doctor and I ask you for sometimes medical advice, Mm -hmm. but then, you know, I I decided to stop doing that and go on Instagram and find medical advice that way. And then I remembered we're doing a football podcast. Without any real football experience. <laughs> but uh, we're just giving opinions on here, not uh, not not saying things that are to be taken as fact. I yeah. mean, yeah. that being said, everything we say is, should be taken as a fact. I mean, we speak a lot of things into existence. That is but, for sure. Uh, I definitely was just going to poke fun at at our boy Aaron Rodgers a little bit. Yeah. And why would I do that? Why would I do that on this show? Because this is the NFL show uh, brought to you by Debates on Tap. I'm Brian. I'm Brendan. And wow, uh, boy. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. I mean, look, here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to say. You gonna, you're going to say... I'm, I'm, all I'm going to say... Good people on both sides? Is that what you're going s- to say something? There's really? fine people. <laughs> e- no, what I was going to say is that uh, I don't think we've ever said I support Aaron Rodgers' politics. I support Aaron Rodgers' uh, off-the-field beliefs. All we've said is that he's funny. Yeah, he's a funny... He's very he good at football. seems like a
0: funny, aloof guy. He's a great quarterback, probably first ballot Hall of Famer, even though he's
1: only won one Super Bowl. This is why you don't ever... No matter yeah. who you are. I'm even worried about taking Patrick Mahomes and, and making him, yeah. you know, a thing. But
0: uh, yeah, we've always known that Aaron is a weird, like he's a funny guy, you know, blah, blah, blah wanted to host, host Jeopardy. Um, but then, you know, a few years ago, he burned every bridge he had with his family, some close friends
1: over... Essentially nothing, basically. <laughs> and he couldn't. He stopped dating Olivia Munn, which is my Olivia book Munn. that's the biggest sin you can create. Yeah. And
0: make. Um. And it turns out, Brian, that the guy who did all that might not be a good guy.
1: Well, he might be a good guy. He's just really dumb. He's very, very. Dumb. I don't know how he treats people. Probably pretty shitty. He probably pretty shitty. I don't know.
0: <laughs> but yeah, he he went on the Pat McAfee show uh, because in the greater context, we were. I had a whole thing about how the chiefs are playing the Packers this weekend and how I think I, I would have thought that Rodgers and the Packers offense were probably going to set a record of touchdown <laughs> scored. Yeah. But Rodgers is now out with COVID. So now they're just going to tie a record. Now there's probably just going to tie a record, which we'll talk about that game. But in the grand scheme of things, it was a whole baffling thing where Aaron Rodgers. the news came out, Aaron Rodgers had tested positive for COVID and immediately he was out and everyone went, why is he like? Why is he out already? He said back in uh, March or April that he was Im- immu- immunized.
1: Yep, there's the big thing
0: immunized. So he was immunized. Someone and you could play it back. He never said va- the word vaccinated. Someone the the question was, are you vaccinated? And he said, I'm in. I'm immunized. Uh, you know, he's and he's going on the whole thing about. He's like, you know, I'm not. I don't care if you're not vaccinated. If you are vaccinated, stay healthy out there. And everyone went, okay. Aaron's vaccinated against COVID nineteen. Spoiler alert, Aaron Rodgers is not vaccinated against COVID-19. In fact, he did a treatment that is scientifically been proven not to do anything at all to build up natural immunity in his body, which, funny enough, Brian, is not legal in the United States. He had to go to Canada to do it.
1: Huh. would you look at that?
0: So he's also uh, uh, his fiance, Shailene Woodley, uh, who is pregnant. Uh, God. Great bless help that baby so much uh, she is a uh, supporter of alternative medicine of um, eating clay um, uh, crystals and you know other weird things like that now
1: I will say Yeah, go ahead the way that headline made it see it, it's like <laughs> it's food grade clay yes it's not just clay it's not, out of the yes yeah,
0: any did you do you know how she how she got that because she was in a taxi and a, a Ugandan taxi driver sa- said, that he had seen uh, pregnant women and kids eating clay in his home country, and she took that to mean, oh, that's like a healthy thing. Mm, When in fact, it is actually a medical condition called iron deficiency, and people seek out things that have a lot of iron in them, such as dirt and clay. Awesome. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so yeah, Roger's no longer playing. Uh, He was on the Pat McAfee show to just espouse the, the Fox News QAnon bingo of why he's not vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, even quoted compared himself to mlk and martin luther king jr at one well, time which why
1: wouldn't he i mean yes he's a he's a white man persecuted why wouldn't he i'm also i'm not gonna bring up karen rogers or <laughs> Q. Iran, Q- <laughs> where because those are very funny They're but very funny now it's every tweet i see has one of those.
0: Uh, yeah it was a funny joke if we were to record this when it happened it would have been, yeah, been great but, but no it, it's a whole thing so now yes aaron Rodgers is not playing he's out until at the earliest, I think next, next Saturday, Saturday, and they play the Seattle Seahawks, which is going to be a big game because I, I think Russell Wilson's coming back for that game. Already, too. I
1: thought he was out like seven, seven weeks.
0: So. I don't know, Russ. He he tweeted out a whole. He posted a picture of that the pin is out. And he's ready to win. I don't know. So, Quarterbacks are weird, man. They're super weird. Like the whole like Russell Wilson going through pregame warmups, m- mimicking a game, and it was like, and every quarterback was like, I don't, I've never done that before. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he's doing that. Whatever. So now Jordan Love um, in his second year. First start ever against the Kansas City Chiefs. Regular season start. Regular season start. Yep. He did start a game of the two in the preseason. And then he was put in uh, week one in the fourth quarter whenever the Packers were we blown out by the Saints. Yeah. Um, He's not looked great, which, uh, you know, it's preseason ball. We can't. It's we can never ball. say that. And getting blown out against the Saints, they probably just doing just weird, you know, just doing vanilla stuff. Um, so now, yeah, so Jordan Love's going to play, uh, Devonte Adams is back off the COVID list. Uh, they also, uh, um, activated Marquez uh, Valdez Scantling. Um, so th- there's going to be some weapons on the field.
1: There is now. You know, I don't know how much chemistry they're going to have with each other. I don't think it matters if Dan Sorensen's on the field. I don't, I think they, <laughs> if they could just throw the ball up and somebody on the green team is going to catch it.
0: That was a funny thing. Was that funny? Well... <laughs> You know, funny in the grand scheme of things is that <laughs> someone tweeted out the Packers have four days to let Jordan Love know who Dan Swanson
1: is. Yeah, man.
0: Um, but but saying all that, I mean, the Packers are a great team on a short on a weird Thursday night game. They beat the undefeated Arizona Cardinals um, without with like half the team gone, basically. Yep. Um, so now it's gonna be interesting to see this because i mean there's some stuff to, i want to talk a little bit about the chiefs defense and offense and some other things with that but uh it's it's interesting dynamic now because the dynamic whenever it was rogers playing was hey this is a chance for the chiefs to make a statement at home to turn their season around right now a jordan love playing now it because now the dynamic has shifted to be they better beat jordan love
1: or the or this is dire. This is bad. Well, you could say the same thing. You could say that they they need to make a state. Like, if you let Rodgers score twenty four points and you beat him, right? It's great. That's a big deal. Now, if you let Jordan Love score twenty four points, period, right? It's a it's a problem. That's something. And it's the same shit we did. Right. I mean, we let the Giants score twenty four, seven, seventeen. It, no, they were in twenties. It was like twenty four points. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure that was twenty seven to twenty four. We won, but uh, but it doesn't matter because. I don't know if our offense is going to decide to show up, and, and that's the issue. Is that the defense has been playing
0: uh, a little bit better? Uh, Giants scored seventeen; we scored twenty. <laughs> that was so it. Yeah, that's you, you were yeah close in that dynamic, but
1: we bet we scored twenty points, right? And
0: um, the defense looked better against the Giants, even though it's the Giants. But Mahomes just looks really off. Um, the The team they had a really great early on you know uh drive down the field where then the ball bounced off Jarrett mckinnon's face mask uh Mahomes said he was passing to josh gordon he just put a little too much on it um but they were doing exactly what we've been saying to do hey shorter passes get your guys out yeah. in like space across the
1: short and intermediate part of the field and they looked like we were unstoppable
0: it for that looked first drive. great and then of course you had the insane ridiculous oh, interception whatever um, defense looked fine, looked stout. Um, but then on the next, I think it was the second driver in the second quarter drive where we started running the ball. Like we ran the ball all the way down the field yeah, and scored points and looked good. And then we just stopped <laughs>
1: in the second half.
0: Yeah. And it, I, 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 and then we even stopped trying to do the short intermediate stuff. And
1: I, I, it's almost like our coaching staff gets bored.
0: Yes. It's like the coaching staff either gets bored or, or, you know, traditionally, most teams have what we call the first 15, which is like the first 15 plays are scripted on offense to get a feel of what the defense is doing, how they're responding to you, and what's working, what's not. And to have that great of a first 15 and then abandon all of it to do yeah. something else, it's kind of wild, especially with Mahomes basically having the yips right now. Yeah, essentially to that. Um, it's like, man, you got to get him some more confidence. He did at times look... Much better in the pocket where you know he was actually trusting his guys to to create a pocket around him.
1: I swear though, somebody breathes on him and then he's like, he gets really
0: yeah, really weird. But but anyway, but that was the big thing against the Titans specifically. Like we talked about, is that the offensive line has been looking great. Creed Humphrey is the highest rated center I think in in like five years or something like that. He's the highest rookie center
1: since two thousand six,
0: right? And so it's, it's 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 insane to see and to see Mahomes just struggling is is very baffling. It's very very weird. Um, so I don't know. You know, it, it's it's weird because obviously it's like, man, we gotta we gotta look pretty darn good against the Packers because even though their defense isn't the best,
1: it's still pretty stout. It's they were, fine. They have a great pass rush, and that's that, all they've needed. That's all any team has needed. If you can get four correct. people past, they don't even have to get them past our offensive right, line. Right. Our offensive line holds it. Mahomes drops back too far. Yes, and then that's when when the problems happen. Correct. So if you just send four and you wait for Mahomes to bail out right um so yeah so it'll be interesting
0: to see in this game many things obviously is how jordan love does i'm assuming they're i mean what like just like they did against the cardinals is they ran the ball a ton with aaron aaron uh jones and aj dillon uh they, they have a great running attack um i think it was uh that thursday night game last week was uh rogers second lowest output in his
1: career yeah so, obviously, they, they can win a game by running the ball. I'm going to say this. We looked good against the run for Tennessee. We did. We looked good against the run for the Giants. Right. I'm going to say if we can – so, again, it hinges on our offense. Right. Because if they're able to consistently run the ball in, throughout the third quarter, yes. it's going to be rough. But if we can get them out of that game plan in the first, yes. it's about 14 points, right, unanswered. Right. And the that's first. the thing,
0: too, is that you have to put pressure on them many different ways by, by yes, by shutting the run game down, Pressing the quarterback with which now we have Melvin Ingram, which hopefully they just tell him, "Hey, go get just the right ball, go we'll find it." <laughs> hopefully they do things like that, as well as the offense just has to put pressure by scoring points. Yep. Um, and so I, I think, you know, before Aaron Rodgers getting COVID, I was like ninety five. You know, I was going to lean, oh, Packers going to win this game, right? Um, because so far, other than we haven't
1: seen anything to make the, us think. The there's Chiefs- been.
0: Through we're in now in week uh, nine. Oh God! Right, we're in week nine, and even though the defense has looked better in aspects and things like that, there's still just those terrible mistakes that they're making. It's November. specifically two guys, <laughs> two right,
1: two, and I'll say it, two
0: white guys, right, on the defense. Because you look at you watch the uh, Giants game, and there there are two plays that stick out that that caused things to look as close as they did. One was the Giants went forward on fourth and goal, mm-hmm. and as soon as they saw Soar, uh, Ben Neiman was lined up on a tight end, game over, right? Yeah. They just threw a touchdown to him. No no, no problems asked. And then came uh, later on the game, uh, Giants were pinned back and threw a, I think Dan Jones threw like a, what, a 40, 50-yard pass. Something. And not only did Dan Sorensen commit pass interference, but he was also in, in the position to either intercept the ball or knock it away and, and still let the guy catch the ball.
1: And the <laughs> resulting touchdown from that play right. was also on Dan Sorensen. Was also Sorenson. on Dan Sorensen. So it's just... You uh, t- I think you told me this week that passers have 158.3 quarterback yes. rating, which they, is perfect. Basically,
0: Dan Sorensen is giving up a perfect pass rating when you target him, which yeah. is unheard of. And, and that's the thing is that it's wild. And sure, Dan Sorensen's sa- snaps are decreasing.
1: They're going down. But why is he on the field at all? But why
0: is he on the field at all? You have... But you, you're telling me that at this juncture, and the excuses of, hey, Dan Sorensen and Ben Neiman know the know the defense well, I want them on the field. No. That isn't whole water anymore. Nope. Because now we're to the point where you're telling me that Dan Sorensen is better than Armani Watts, is better than any other safety we could put out there just for a play or two. Yep. And you're telling me that Ben Neiman is better than Willie Gay, is better than Nick Bolton, who... Both are playing at a
1: high level right now. And that that's the only hope that we have, right? Because Hitchens was out. That's why Neiman was in. So Hitchens should be playing this week. He should this, be this, playing this week. week. Yep. And and Spaggs said his quote unquote good problem to have right. is he doesn't know whether to take uh Nick Bolton, the out of middle linebacker, don't, back to Hitchens. Don't leave him in. <laughs> but also put Hitchens in as well. Correct. And take out Ben. In Neiman. any
0: in any situation where you think Neiman has to go in, don't don't, nope, do, don't it. do it. Either give the snaps to Willie Gay. Or Anthony Hitchens. Well, and it should
1: be those three on the field at the same time. At
0: any time you need three linebackers on the field, it should be Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, Anthony
1: Hitchens, in essentially that order. And hopefully you only need two. Correct. (laughs) And it's Bolton and Gay, and then Hitchens is your backup. Because
0: right now the secondary, outside of
1: Dan Swanson, looks
0: fine. It does. And uh, now we have seen uh, the pass rush kind of picked up fire. Uh, Frank Clark is quietly having – he had the best game of his career against the Giants – um from both a past, career or just yeah, season of his career. Wow. From a pass rushing perspective and pressure rate in sacks and from a run defense standpoint. He's always been pretty okay at the run. He's been pretty he I, sets the edge really. And well. I think what has changed is Frank Clark is now officially healthy because he had a really good uh interview uh this past week where someone was basically asking him about it. You know, how do you feel in the season? He's like, you know, I felt really good coming into camp. Uh, he was at a you know a heavier weight you know to to be a little bit stronger and then he hurt his hamstring in preseason and then once that hamstring got well he hurt the other hamstring so he's
1: like I didn't have my like game legs under me until like now yeah because if you get hurt early on then you still have to get right. back to that kind of level right those game legs and, and then, uh, so now and week seven it, week eight. it could take a take a take a few weeks to get there and I think Frank Clark is there
0: God willing he's still healthy uh, Chris Jones they have now started playing him more inside which they definitely should be because if we he's, have
1: Melvin Ingram and Frank Clark on the field. Right. There's no reason that Chris Jones should be outside. Of it definitely, of those
0: guys. yes. And it definitely looks like the inside guys, uh, naughty, uh, Jaron Reed and Chris Jones are all working better together when those mixture of guys are on the field. Um, so hopefully now with Mel, Melvin Ingram, you know, I hope they don't, um, slow roll him like they did with a lot of players. They, they get, and I hope they just let Mel, Melvin Ingram get in there and do his job because if we can get some third and long situations, right, they're gonna put him in, and that's, that's just pin your ear. correct. To. And and that's what I'm I'm hoping happens is because you look at early game uh, with the Steelers whenever Melvin Ingram was allowed to play outside on the edge, he was really good, and the, one of the main reasons he got really unhappy is because then they started they got uh, T.J. Watt healthy back and things like that. And another pass rusher, if uh, I can't think off the top of my head, but they got those guys healthy again, so they started moving Ingram around the defensive line, and Ingram didn't... He was like, that's not my... It, they took away his total okay. snaps as well. Correct, and they started decreasing his snaps. He is in his ninth year. He is. It, <laughs> he is in his ninth year. I think he still has some juice. Oh, for sure. I think... uh Last thing we can talk about before we can move on, and, and this is something I want to... Yeah, we'll talk about here in a second, is that uh, I think this is kind of the weak do-or-die for Josh Gordon. Um Because... You watch uh, the game and kind of like what's like where's Josh Gordon on the field, and the dude is just either schematically or like player wise, he's just not getting open, you know. And and Mahomes just either doesn't trust him or just isn't throwing the ball this way, which is a problem across the board. If you're not Travis Kelsey or Tyree Kill, you're just not getting open.
1: Yeah, you know. But would you rather have currently Demarcus Robinson or Josh Gordon on the field?
0: I mean, D Rob is actually you know catching the ball and. Making plays um he's made like three i know but still but i this is a, this is a fascinating thing about the receivers is that um travis kelsey and Tyreek kill their depth of target past the line of scrimmage is something like it's over t- it's 10 plus right McCole hardman's is minus seven yeah he's the best out of the backfield or so, screen stuff and- which which shows you a thing we've had a issue with McCole hardman is that he just he's not running the routes he should be he not he's not Doing what he should be. And, you got to get him the ball in a little bit of space. Yeah,
1: behind the line.
0: So, and that, that, and 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 that's what's so interesting about this offense is that whenever teams are consistently, like almost every play, bracketing Hill, putting hands on Kelsey, bracketing Kelsey, usually, you have two or three other guys who should be getting open. Yeah, that are they're being single manned covered in one way or another, and they're just not. And. Are, are they not or is Mahomes not looking at them sometimes well that I mean, yes and that's that's the whole thing we can talk about but that that we'll we'll see that against the Packers because I'm, I'm really interested to see what that's going to look like um because this I mean as of now this this game even with Jordan Love it's still kind of a toss-up for me you yeah, know what which I mean sucks. which is which is which sucks I mean you think of a basically rookie quarterback coming into loud ass arrowhead
1: is you would think oh yeah that's that's Shut shut it down. Chiefs are going to win. I'm glad we won last week because maybe we'll, maybe we'll have a louder, I think, more I think, excited. I think fan so. Base. Yeah. So we'll, it's supposed to be nice. Well, yeah, it's supposed to be really good weather. So we'll we'll see it. Couldn't get us together to that talk about the weather. You know, that's
0: right. Um, but no, uh, Brian uh, brought up a really interesting point. Me and him just talking earlier is that you look, kind of look through the schedule, and there's not really a whole lot of fun games. There's probably a one or two games maybe that are interesting to talk about, but I think there's some good storylines within those games that are interesting to talk about um like for example uh browns and is probably gonna be a really good game but this is the first game they're gonna have without odell belcom jr and it's a big divisional game right um so i'm really curious what that offense is gonna look like now that everyone i think most everyone's back from their stints on the, like uh, the injury things like that i think it's gonna be fine baker never threw to odell anyway he didn't know anyways but that that's an interesting saga so um it and it turns out, I mean, as of this recording, I think uh, Odell Beckham Jr., he's going to clear waivers and he'll be free to sign with anyone by Tuesday, I think I read well, or he something? goes on to waivers Monday. Right, which he's expected to, to him, clear, basically. They would so, have to
1: pay him $7.25 Right. So he's probably going to clear. He'll probably clear the waivers so that way he can negotiate a new contract. I can't think of a team that's... The only team I could think that might sign him because they're desperate and stupid right. would be the Raiders. <laughs> yes. which will, I, I think... Deshaun Jackson signing with the Raiders is far more likely.
0: I, I think so. Yeah, because uh, that that's likely to happen, and it's kind of like I don't know, man. I mean, o- Odell Beckham Jr. just hasn't been the same wide receiver since he's had his multitude of injuries, things like that, Let's, as well as the thing I sent Brian was a guy basically breaking down that the way Odell Beckham Jr. is used in the Brown scheme that just doesn't suit the way Baker throws the ball, essentially.
1: And I saw something interesting that compared the the stint that Randy Moss did in right, Oakland right. with this stint in Cleveland for Odell. Right. And as we all know, after Randy Moss left Oakland, he had a resurgence. <laughs> right. So it could happen for Odell as well. It could. And I think in the right system, and the right
0: thing, I, I think he'd, he'd look pretty good. And yeah, there, there are some uh, wide receiver needy teams that um, should go for him like the chiefs, like, um, <laughs> I just like the saints. Uh, uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of teams that I'm, I'm really curious where Oda Buckham's going to go. Um, because I, I think in the right system, he truly is that outside big outside receiver that you, you need, you know, he's a great, he's still a great route runner. He's still really strong at the catch and we'll, we'll see what happens to it. But I think that's a really interesting storyline, not only in a, in what's likely to be a really good game with, you know, the team I, really like the Bengals last week and then they lost the Jets. yes yeah, so don't say <laughs> that's nice what saying. but i like this game a lot i think it's been a lot of fun um uh the dolphins and texans even though that's gonna be it's a one in seven game things like that i'm really curious how two is gonna play and if there's gonna be any major changes with the play calling against a really bad team <laughs> um because I, 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 you know, we talk about the 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 Dolphins here and there, and good friend of the show, Ty, he's a huge Dolphins fan, and we have unfortunately jinxed that team into existence. So we could talk about Whatever, it. Dude, we're we're fine. Yeah we're, yeah, we're fine. And you and I was curious, legitimately, like, what the hell is going on with the Dolphins? Like, they're such a talented team on paper. What's going on? And it's a couple things. Something we talked about in our previous show is that they didn't draft anyone, any offensive lineman, or didn't draft or address that position appropriately so they have a not a great offensive line they're they mixed up the play calling to be a little bit different than what they were doing last year and being successful at so now no one is successful in in the offensive scheme great as well as defensively they're running kind of a new defense and things like that that just isn't playing to anyone's strengths and it's just it's it's just from top to bottom just no one is doing their job well do you in, think it's in because Miami.
1: ty's a fan
0: <laughs> in in kansas city yeah I, I think so i think i think that's Exactly what it is. Um so that that'd be interesting to watch. Uh Falcons at Saints. Um, now that the Saints have officially said that they're starting Trevor Simeon over Taysom Hill,
1: I mean I think it's fascinating.
0: Looked, he looked okay. He looked pretty good in relief. And in that system, it's basically Drew Brees just did a job, right? And and Jameis was starting into that job, and it sucks that he's hurt because I was I was pretty excited what the Saints were doing. Yeah. And yeah, Trevor Simeon came in and he actually looked pretty pretty good. So I think that's that's really fascinating though. Is that Taysom Hill is healthy, but they're starting Trevor Simeon over Taysom Hill, even though they're paying Taysom Hill a lot of money just to be there to be present. I (laughs) think run a
1: run a goal line fourth and one. The uh, the Saints do have enough defense that they can stay in these games even with with either one of them. Uh, Totally. So uh, hopefully they won't have too much of a slide. But Jameis is out for the year.
0: Yeah, dude, torn ACL on a shitty horse collar tackle that brutal brutal brutal
1: to see. i think the saints are going to be somebody i think you're going to see them sign a, a veteran journeyman qb yep um, cam Newton's somewhere. still out
0: there yep. um some other guys i think uh, yeah cam newton's probably the biggest one out there but
1: see, they're going to sign somebody
0: yeah they, they will uh and then uh you brought up earlier the raiders uh playing the giants uh specifically i mean raiders are probably gonna be the probably gonna be the giants but the raiders in, are in some pretty big disarray right now uh lost their head coach they looked a little bit different last week and then now Henry Ruggs um, is brutal, si- awful situation. May he rot in a prison cell for murdering someone on the highway, essentially.
1: And a dog. There was and a dog, a, do- in and a dog. And a
0: dog. Yeah. The, the details of all that shit is just awful and brutal. Um, and so it's kind of like, it, of course, outs, you know, within a football mindset, it's like how are the, the Raiders start to play football. And it's how are they going to come back from this awful shit that they're going through with... Everything that's happening to them, and I'm really curious to see what's going to happen um, because that's that's a a pretty good football team that's that's now in the mid we're in the mid season now. Yep, that's due for the mid season collapse. So this would be the unfortunate domino that that could tip for them.
1: Oh bummer.
0: Um, yeah. Um, and then looking through some other games. Oh, Cardinals at 49ers. Um, that would be okay, but the Cardinals should be a bounce back game. Kyler Murray is not. Kyler Murray is a game. Here's my, here's the story about this. Yeah. That, that I think is, is fascinating, and I agree with you. Is that with all the right pieces, this is a bounce back game in it in the division that that is going to be really good for the Cardinals. Saying that, Kyler Murray is a game time decision currently because yeah, he's been wrong hurt, with him. His ankle, his, oh, he has an yeah, ankle right. injury. Yeah, yeah. Um, that he has set out all week long of practice, being on ten days. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they play Thursday night, so they have a ten day rest period, and he's still game time decision which uh, I think all signs are pointing to. We're going to see the backup, which I think is Case Keenum. Mm.
1: He, so can, he can sling it. He,
0: he can. He, he can sling it. Um, but against uh, the 49ers, who are also looking to, hey, man, we got to... 49ers, <laughs> they need to start winning games. Got to the ship. Right? So I think it's be fascinating. And then last one I want to talk about is uh, tight, Sunday Night Football is Titans at Rams. And the only reason I think this will be interesting to watch is... Well, two reasons. Is how are the Titans going to bounce back from Derek Hendry's season-ending injury? What what's that going to look like for their offense, and then what does Von Miller look like in the Rams defense, man? Because
1: yeah, that that is very exciting to that see. That signing made them become the NFC favorite. for Yes, sure. NFC, one hundred percent NFC favorite, Super Bowl favorite
0: right now. Um, it is both indicative of just selling the ship for every, selling everything in the house to like yeah. get get the thing right now versus just down the road. Man, we'll fucking figure it out later. I think
1: I think it's going to be. Uh, this is different than my what we had at the beginning of the show yeah. or the season, but I think it's going to be a Rams-Buccaneers-NFC championship game. Yeah, dude, game. which will be f- awesome to see. Because those are those are two really good defenses right. helmed by two really good quarterbacks. Right, yeah, so, exactly. So like, that's going to be a lot of fun if that's what it is. It
0: will, and the NFC is shaping up just how I wanted it to, man, because there's so many fun fun teams in the NFC. And the AFC on the other hand. AFC on the hand is kind of a weird... It's in a disarray, man. Yeah, I don't know, man.
1: Because what you could... You, uh, a few weeks ago this would have been the number one seed in the afc versus yeah totally one or two seed in the nfc yeah but now it's like a three seed versus a one seed right so who who knows what's going
0: to happen um this would be an interesting week of football not because the the games might not be great but there's there's some interesting things to watch within those games that i think will be a lot of fun and if the chiefs lose nobody cares
1: anymore Man, i and mean the what season's over and, <laughs> and
0: the, we'll stop this podcast you'll never hear us again <laughs> you'll hear us but it'll be outside it'll of be our house screaming That's yes, correct so it, we'll, we'll see how it goes though but
1: yeah well here's here's cheers to that you know we have nothing to cheers but uh, <laughs> you can cheers us you can email us at debatesonfans at gmail.com find us on twitter debates on tap find us on instagram debates on pictures I know Ty always finds us online whenever we talk shit he does yeah he finds us very quickly so uh, it's out there we we hear you. <laughs> uh, other than that I think that's it right I think that is it uh, thanks for listening go cheese.